You ready for this classic line? So you want collateral damage, huh? I give you collateral damage. <laughs> God, what, did, what did he throw at that moment? Was it an axe? A chair. A chair, great, okay. <laughs> Get into Gate, episode 209. We are talking Stargate SG1. The Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the Gibsons, Brendan oh, and Matty. I nearly went to say the Brendans are joining me. That, We're all here. That would be wow. incorrect. Can you imagine if, yeah, if, if like out of all of us, like we all, two of us also had the same name? Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Because one of you would have to be Brendan, the other one would have to be Gibson or something. You know, like. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, my brother-in-law's name is Matt. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, so, oh, like so. So at some point during sex, my sister has moaned the name Matthew. Oh, bet she has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's yeah. even weirder than it should be, but it is. Yeah. Hooey. <laughs> Family. Collateral damage. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. What is this episode 12 of season nine? Let's get into the old synopsis, and then we'll tear into the episode. And see what we thought. The team learns of a device with the ability to transplant memories. Raya, the scientist, is found murdered and Mitchell is the main suspect. Mitchell confesses, but his memory of the crime is false. The team must figure out who was responsible for both the crime and for framing Mitchell. Written by Joe and Paul, directed by William Waring. Uh, I was really... Like, from the start, I'm like, this feels like it's going to be an off-world app. And then when Joe and Paul, uh, their names popped up, I'm like, hang on. They've went from writing only Earthbound episodes mm. to only off-world episodes. Like, there's there's just no grey for Joe and Paul. You don't actually see the Stargate in this episode, though, do you? Oh, it's another one of those. At all. Yeah, no. Pretty sure. Is there, what, two brief scenes back on Earth? But otherwise, yeah. it's just on whatever planet this is. Next week in Epiphany 2, it's the same. Yeah. No actual visible gate. Anywhere. Who, who needs it in Stargate? Who need, in, in, in two shows called Stargate, who needs it? <laughs> Especially back to back. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird for us for watching new, it this way. For new um, watchers of the show, mm. especially back in the day when it was on Pleb TV, <laughs> just one week after another, yeah. you'd be like, what? so how did they, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Imagine well, that trying to get, uh, next week, don't worry. I, yeah. I promise the thing that's in the opening credits yeah, will yeah. actually pop up at some stage. Well, and be I, yeah, I guess um, that helps. Yeah. yeah. I, I but think, still. <laughs> I think I know why there was no gate travel in this episode. Give it to me. Simpsons did it. Um, <laughs> I jumped onto uh, IMDb and was having a look at some of the reviews. I'll read you two reviews that I found for um, IMDb. Four out of Hang ten. on, is this Bish what? <laughs> a little bit. Four out of ten stars. I've seen this before. Star Trek TNG. First you cut... Oh, shit. Let me finish what? and then you can punish me. First you cut <laughs> number one and then you insert Mitchell. Same episode. It sucked on Star Trek and it sucks here. Any episode with dreams or memories are always terrible episodes. Just check my memory. You will see. Which episode of Star Trek was it, did you say? Uh, one, of the, one of the Next Generation ones. That's one, one of I, the greatest shows ever. And then the next review was 9 out of 10. Mitchell, I love this episode. It has elements of Star Trek. Oh, my God. There are several Star Trek episodes with the same idea. And Babylon 5. Um, collateral damage is all about Mitchell. It's the boy meets girl, boy likes girl, girl gets murdered story. Mitchell naturally is framed for the murder, but what really happened? Who actually killed her? That's almost a better synopsis than the one you read. Yeah, a little bit. That is better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I get a that's one? Or? Uh, well, oh, just, just getting housekeeping another way. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give it to you because it was someone else's words. You did bring no, it up. we do. It How seems do unfair, stupid. though, because it was at the start, but also... Don't be, <laughs> don't be stupid, Mitch. Yeah. Click I mean, we do have to, we have to keep you in, in, in check at the moment because what? Not to date the episode, but two days ago was episode two of uh, Picard season three, mm. and so you're right in the in the middle of of, of of Star Trek. So, you know, we've we've got to keep you on a leash. So you got two more chances. And, well, you, know, after, you, you went out early. We've been doing it for ten minutes. Yeah. You know? Well, after DS9 fan club was like any opportunity that Hypitch doesn't use to you know yeah. get his microphone turned off by talking about it. Mm. 
you know, I'm like, well, I've, I've been given permission now and to just as, let loose. I know as you feel, we've got to give people what they want. So yeah, give people know, what they do want. That. Lots of track and then me not talking. Can I ask a, a question then, just of you two, yes or no? Or It's not a yes mm. or no, it's more good or bad. But like this, uh, reading some of those reviews, do you guys like this episode? Like, meh. For me, it's like hashtag flashback half hashtag character building mm. and that's what I feel like every time Mitchell is the lead in an episode I feel like oh this is a good character building and we're going to do a nice flashback of him when he was a kid mm. and develop oh remember he's got some it's more his character isn't development it's it's flashback mm. remember that time he was in Antarctica mm. and saved SG-1 remember that time he killed Friendly Fire mm. and bombed a Whatever refugee, yeah, refugees. Yeah, mm. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I get it. They have to do it, but it feels forced. Yeah. Well, yeah. Funnily enough, this episode was originally written for Tilk. This was going to be wow. Tilk was going to be the one accused of the crime. Interesting. Obviously, you wouldn't have as many of those flashbacks. But he there. already had his primtar wet earlier in season seven. Yeah, it's true. Or eight, sorry. When he killed the boyfriend. Of Lois Lane. Oh mm, yeah, yeah, true. yeah, true. Yeah, I almost couldn't do that twice for him. Although mm. you know, I could, I can kind of see it. Just Till I mean, walking yeah. out on a party early. I'm kind of surprised Till doesn't get his primtar out more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a primtar anymore. Well, doesn't he? He's got the biggest primtar <laughs> in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we've heard. <laughs> well, I will only say because I kind of within the irony of, of the what this episode's about, I have next to no memory. Maybe none at all of watching Irony. this episode. It popped on and mm. the fact that we're like, you know, in the middle of the story and I'm like, no, none of this rings a bell. We go back to the start. I'm like, none of this rings a bell, which was good because you bring in uh, William Atherton, the, the great asshole of 1980s films, um, who I, you know, mainly we're talking Die Hard and Ghostbusters. And he pops up as like, what was his... Um, title uh, the bloke basically in charge of everything right oh, was, the emissary the emissary right mm. and so he pops up and i'm like well there we go there's your bad guy or he's the red herring like yeah he's yeah. nothing he, he's nothing else it's that or that for him unfortunately mate i know we're in the early 2000s mid 2000s <laughs> by this point you are still that guy that was a dick to john mcclain twice and a <laughs> dick to the ghostbusters like you will never be anything else and maybe that's enough for, for you that's great but i will only ever see you as it's kind of like stunt casting in the sense that I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to keep an eye on you for a reason. Mm. But then I liked that when the eventual killer, the ex, uh, the ex-husband of Raya, came to her in the party, and I noticed, oh shit, he's wearing the exact same clothes as the emissary, like uh, mm. a black sort of oh, suit. Oh, I never noticed. And that. that was what I'd picked up in the in the flashback of of Mitchell. Like, if, for whatever reason, I took real note of what he was wearing because I'm watching him kill her. I'm like, well, clearly it's not him i don't know why this matters at the moment because you didn't know what the episode was about but i think beyond that just i've never been i don't think more fascinated with a piece of technology like almost tangible technology like when it's some you know going to other dimension other timelines other realities an argument for a past podcast that that that's amazing but this where it's like hey here's a supercomputer that can read can implant can erase memories and we're going to give it to Earth and they will incorporate it into their real world sort of society and, and, and scenarios. And it's something that we could get away with using. Mm. I just was endlessly fascinated in that. I'm like, mm. like, why hasn't there been more done with this sort of, you know, like there's got to be, you know, a hundred movies out there with this sort of technology in there as, as the, the basis yeah, of yeah, the story. Yeah. But I, uh, I was really into it because of the tech. And then also, yeah, to do with, um, with Mitchell, I'm like, he's never been this sort of affected, this emotional, and I'm, I'm yeah. loving that um, Ben like Browder's getting a chance. Scene. Yeah. I think that was the best part of this episode was the jail scene mm. where he actually thinks he's done it. Mm. He confessed mm. to it. He's like, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, that. And they're yeah. like, dude, you haven't done it. And he's like, yeah, but tried. it feels like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if nest, what if yesterday never happened? Yeah, and I think that concept is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always, I always find the the theory better than the execution. Yeah, like me anything too. that plays around, like just I could, yeah, I could sit here and talk to you guys for two hours just about the idea of it. There's a there's a line from something somewhere. I heard. Oh, careful! No, no, I, I legitimately, <laughs> I legitimately can't remember where it's from, but it's like. What are we if not a sum of our memories? Mm. Like that's what we are as human yeah. beings is just a sum of our memory. Daniel what? said it in this, didn't he? Pretty sure. Did Daniel have a line in this episode? I don't remember. <laughs> that was one of his lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's it's always an interesting thought process. It's like, yeah, if 
if you could be be wiped, and I mean, Dollhouse, um, the Joss Whedon show, kind of does that. It's like if you could, all your memories could just be stored in a hard drive and put away. What's left? Like, what would you be if mm. all of those memories? Like, what would you still be? You are you still you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's always a great. What about Picard? I say no. Isn't he a robot now? Yeah, but see, if that's one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Brennan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but mm. we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't talk about seasons one and two. We don't talk about. Could we point we out? We, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a, uh, this isn't an inserted ad. But Maddie, uh, over in our Get Into Geek podcast, mm. uh, yourself and Craig, who's only joined us on the Gate podcast a couple of weeks ago, you started a Star Trek podcast. This feels uh, like entrapment. No, 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 no. You, this is a freebie. <laughs> I'm just wanting to promote it. So that's where you actually get the chance to talk. It was actually refreshing listening to Hang your on. first episode last week for the pilot episode, not pilot, the first episode of season three of Picard. And I'm listening to you talk about Stargate and I, I, I was nervous for about 15 minutes. I'm like, hang on, there's no repercussions. Mm. That's what this is about. Yep. Oh, Maddie must feel so relieved. Who'd have thought? <laughs> you poor bastard. You know why? <laughs> but go you check know, it out. For me, Maddie not even talking about that podcast means that he has more Star Trek Locked and loaded for the rest. <laughs> he needs his bullets. For this episode, no, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. You may surprise yourself. You yeah, never know what's going to happen along it's the way. Usually, something you guys will say will, yeah, like ignite yeah. something. I in mean, my I was brain. trying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, um, I, I think with the yeah, the clothing thing with the the ex husband, he's wearing the same mm. thing as the emissary, wearing the same thing that obviously uh, Mitchell was in the uh, in the memory that we see. And I thought, okay, is that so? What are we supposed to think about that? And, and even though I was looking at those two people, and for the most part, I'm like, surely the emissary, William Atherton, is there to make me think something that's actually not real, like that mm. he's the bad guy, but it's too obvious to be true. But then they went out of their way to show that the ex-husband, because they didn't reveal, it's that, always the ex, <laughs> that that next part of the capabilities of the machine, like the idea that even to his partner um, in the lab, he's like, look, it's theoretically possible that he could erase his own memory of an event, but mm. I we've never explored that before. So the fact that they didn't talk about that as being an option for Mitchell and and what could have happened to him and who might have framed him, it wasn't like they were just conveniently not mentioning something for the audience. Mm. Everyone there, all the characters that were involved didn't think it even possible as an option. So yeah. they really well, told us the ex-husband he couldn't like, well, it wasn't even that he couldn't have done it. They just didn't even bring up a reason that he would have. But to me, looking at either one guy or the second guy, I'm like, well, it's too obvious to be the first guy, but it can't be the second. So who the f- mm-hmm. did it? Clearly Mitchell didn't. Well, so I really enjoyed the ride and I really loved yeah. the the technology I of the memory thing. So with, I really actually really liked this episode. the logic behind what wasn't on film. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. So he's hooking up. Mitchell's hooking up with Raya. Mm. The ex-husband comes in, stuns Mitchell, kills Raya, takes Mitchell back to the lab, extracts the memory, implants the memory, takes him back to the house, gets blood on him, then goes back to the lab, extracts the memory, and duplicates like the night before or whatever. Into his brain, mm. like, and nobody saw it. Plus, there's a plus, lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, there's <laughs> a there's a massive plot hole, which, funnily enough, uh, I forget who it is, but it's from the commentary. Someone thought of this like later on. A lot of uh, strange questions that arise from this. If Morel did erase his own memory, wouldn't he wake up in a chair with a bunch of wires off him and wonder why he was there? Yeah, exactly. Identical. That's when you know that they've been forged. A whole bunch of things like that. <laughs> See, no one. I try not to get go too deep here. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, that was my next thought. Is to say. He, yeah. Even if he said, oh, yeah, I was asleep, he would have woken up at least. Oh, why he am I in the chair? Woken up mm. in the chair with wires attached to his head and nobody else around. Yeah. Like, how how do you eternal sunshine that out of your brain? Yeah. 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 Which, yeah, I'd, I'd never realised until I w- listened to the audio mm. commentary. I was like, I'll oh. tell you my theory. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in. Yeah. Mm. My theory is that the other bearded tech mm. killed Raya. Implanted oh. his memory into Mitchell and then put Morel's face in the mirror of Mitchell's memory. Then he duplicated Morel's memory to cause an unrelated anomaly in Morel's mind to make him look guilty. So the husband goes to jail for the death of her 
So he gets the job. Hmm. Because the husband's in jail, she's dead, he's next in line. And the murderer shut the door before he left. (laughs) Yes! Can you feel that body? Huh? Huh? Uh, (laughs) Exercise the demon. uh, uh, This house is clear. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Shit, okay. Because then he wouldn't have that memory of being in the chair. Yep. Mm. No plot hole then. Wow, what, an, no extra, plot what yeah. an extra layer that would have been like. It, yeah, but it backfired because they're like, oh, no, it's all right, pretend he didn't do it. And that guy's like, if you see that, there's a last shot of him just standing there, mm. kind of dumbfounded, the guy with the beard. Yeah. Mm. He's like, damn it, I did all of this. <laughs> well, it is It is weird. Like, I get they kind of play it back with, you know, like buy it back with this thing. Oh, he, the reason the husband erased his own memories, he couldn't live with the guilt of killing the woman that he loved. Yeah. But then, yeah, that obviously backfired because then he was just like, yeah, you can test my memory. There's nothing. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't know. Mm, yeah. Like, so he just screwed himself, basically, by yeah. doing that. And yeah. I'm just like, mm. But that's what I mean. If the, the bearded tech mm. made it look like he was guilty, so then he was like, yeah, this job's mine. Mm, mm. Mm. I was head, a of bit... the, head of the project. Oh, the ending was a little odd, the way the emissary was just like, well, we just wiped his memory again. Uh, he's too valuable. He's never going to get punished for it. And I'm like... He's not even going to find out on the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he seemed to be over it. He's like, yeah, my wife died in yeah, it. My ex-wife died sucks, in, huh? in, in, in an accident. That's so hard. Well, we got work to do. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah. It's, again, it's one of those interesting thought experiments where you just go, well, yeah, okay. If, if you kill someone and then your memory is wiped, it's like, did, did you... Are you a murderer? Yeah. And it's like, well, well, yes, but also no, in a way. Like, you have the potential, but everyone does. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, yeah, just to give him, like, him basically got off scot-free. He was, like, so valuable, like, mm. to this program that they're just like, yeah, no, it's fine. Mulligans, you're fine, mate. You're yeah, fine. plus they wanted the technology to give to Earth and, and Earth to give them Daedalus technology. Yeah. But the weird thing for me was, that, and... It's hard to do memory um, storylines. Like we've said before, like you have the memory of a character, but you're seeing it from the third person. Yeah. Like you're seeing the kid. Mm. There's no point. There's barely any point of view shots in these memories. Yeah. And apart also from like, the mirror. And in real <laughs> world too, it's like your memory, you don't remember things how they actually happen unless you've got like an identical photographic memory. Yeah. Your memory is always slightly off. Yeah, you know, mm. like I remember. I remember when I was working in retail, and it's like we like caught a shoplifter, and they and they ran off out the front door, and then when the police came, it's like I gave a description, and it's like I got everything right except like the the jumper sweater thing they were wearing was completely different. Mm. But in my mind, I'm like, no, no, it was like it was like a tan, like loose knit sweater. It wasn't. It was yeah. like a, it was like a purple hoodie. Yeah. Like yeah. I was yeah. so far off. But in my mind's eye, I was like. That is absolutely what that person was mem- was wearing. I know for certain. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So it was a. And weird that's thing. what Carter said too, right? There's like cops having a hard time with. Yeah. With, um, eyewitness testimony. Yeah. Mm. It's completely unreliable. Mm. And so yeah, that that was kind of kind of with it. And then it's like, I mean, some sometimes when this story is done, you just everyone's looking at a screen and you're physically seeing the person's memories. Whereas within this episode that didn't seem to be the case. No one actually saw yeah. any of the mm. memories. They were just able to reactivate them in the person's mind. Yeah. So then, yeah, we're cutting to what we assume, yeah, the person is seeing in their mind, which to me is almost as unreliable because it's mm. like, if I, Mitchell, if I'm putting you on, on trial, mm. like, and I activate a memory in your brain, was there any lie detector part of this machine that tells me whether you're not your like yes they said oh you know we can tell this memory is an implanted memory and stuff like that mm. but we don't know what the memory is we're still relying on you telling us this memory that you're reliving yeah so I found yeah that a really weird disconnect where I was just like mm, is this technology really all it's cracked up yeah I actually I did like it'd be the- good for like Matrix stuff so like mm. you could learn kung fu and yeah. And yeah, learn the, textbook oh, shit. Well, like, that was the talk- idea, wasn't it? Yeah, we yeah. wanted it so we could train three or two pilots. Yeah, in then like talking a about that, I'm like, that's great. And that, you know, they they littered it through the episode saying, look, this fall into the wrong hands. Okay, people are going to weaponize this for, for however reason. But the the idea of like, hey, we we can train people. Like we could even uh, the um, 
emissary. We can train surgeons in days or yeah. weeks. Or mm. I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, that is a that this would be something that we would be willing to trade. And it and wouldn't even take that long. I wouldn't have thought. No, it's just the download time. Yeah, you sit in the chair for eight hours and you've got a whole PhD. Mm. Because you, you remember watching The Matrix for the first time and seeing it like that, what, yeah. three seconds of him not being able to breathe yeah. and that piercing music. And he was like, there's that line, that line, I know Kung Fu. And it's yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> or, or when he's like, can, Show you, me. can you fly the, the chopper? Can you fly that thing? And not pops yet. out the phone. <laughs> Four seconds, she knows how to fly a helicopter. I'm like, oh so my you. God, this is so cool. But now that you're just saying that, I don't almost don't want to spoil it for Maddie because I know that you haven't seen it, but the idea of like uh, memories, false memories, implants, um, things that match, things that don't match, it reminds me now of um, Minority Report. I don't want to say yeah. anymore. Uh, but, um, but it's like, I'll, I'll never see it. Yeah, you and it should. Those shots of yeah. the memories are very similarly shot. Yeah, no, like oh, the, the really? grain. Yeah, and, the grain. Yeah, and, and and the blurred sort of jump, yeah. sort of cutty sort of thing along the I way. I feel like there was a mirror in that, or there was a mirror. There was. Oh, hmm. kinda. Oh, he looks in yeah, at a mirror. You think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I like that it. It was. I didn't even think about the lack of the screens. Oh, we can see what he's thinking. But it was a little bit more tangible where... Well, they got that that technology from the gold memory mm. device, which you can see on That's the screen. That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it needed the other thing, yeah. didn't it? Because, mm. yeah, it needed the other machine to show us. Yeah. That's right. I didn't even think about the fact that, yeah, that there was a better version of it out there. But I was just better. thinking <laughs> that, like, you mentioned lie detector before, that it's... It's kind of got to do with that. Like we're at the start of a, a lot of tech tests. Hey, what's your name? When are you born? Mm. Mm. I were you know? Are you this old? And ask you some questions that, that can get a reading on how your brain is going to you know uh, go off on this test. That when they ask you a lie, they can test it. So like we're in this. They said, hey, remember a key memory from when you were a kid or something that was you know whether it was you know, really happy, really angry. Remember something that brought up something similar, and we can lie. so it was tangible in that way. It wasn't just like, hey, here's some alien freaky deaky technology. You wouldn't understand, but you can implant memories, and it's oh god, science is so complicated. Like. Yeah. It was just almost reach out and touch it, and I think that's what I um that's what I liked about it as well. But mm. I just man, I did not see that plot hole. But I love the fact that you've invented an alternative, <laughs> like a, a deleted scene or an alternate ending that rids the plot hole and adds an entirely different and darker ending yeah. to that show. That like we end with the murderer getting away with it, but mm. there's no malice in it in a way, um, in the sense that he, he gets away without remembering it, whereas that guy would have remembered it. Mm. And it would have been like, holy shit, he's still out there. Now he killed the people that he wanted to kill or you know, got rid of the people that he didn't want around anymore, but um, that's, still. That's the Black Mirror version. <sighs> yeah. Shit. Next time, yeah, next week the husband will be in a car crash, Morel. Yeah. <laughs> but even, oh, now I'm just wanting to see like a story out there. Like you said, or you, both of you said that, you know, the idea of what well, we remember stuff different. We, we, there's things that we pick up that we individually um, take in um, throughout the day. Like, a, you know, three of us could go for a, a four hour drive or walk or, or go to a party and meet people and meet the same people, have the same conversations all at the same time. We never leave each other's sight. Come away and it's like, here, we're going to put a memory device on you and list the top 10 things that you remember. Mm. None of them. I'm sure none of them. Well, it happens up, in right? this like, room. We watch the same episode well, and yeah, that's on yeah, video. Yeah, and we, true. we still argue about, hang on. Yeah. No, I thought it was this, this, and this. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. And we all love the show. We all love the show for the same reasons, but then we watch an episode. You'll love it. You'll hate it or whatever. You know, yeah. and, and Or even like, like, I think it was last week, we were arguing, I thought, the darts were coming out of the hive yeah, to, yeah. to attack the planet. Yeah. And you're like, nah. I'm like, oh. Mm. To be fair, that was very boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I probably I, did look glance I, at my phone. I have to watch everything twice, remember? <laughs> I, I have to watch the episode just so that I can like have a couple of notes and then I have yeah. to watch the entire fucking thing again <laughs> with the audio commentary on and the subtitles on so when I want to grab audio. So... Well, one great thing to come out of last week's podcast, even if the, sh the episode was that uh, was boring, was we're being thirsty, and I found myself thinking about that with Raya because very quickly, oh, like was hot. I don't know the amount of time between leaving the party and getting back to her apartment could have been thirty meters around the corner, could have been a half an hour drive. I don't know, but w as far as the viewer sees, she's there blowing up. She's looking at Mitra, going, "You will weaponize this. You are part of your planet's military. You're just as bad as the people that I'm trying to keep this away from." 90 seconds later, she's like, you can pour yourself a drink. You know where it is. If you didn't come, you wouldn't have come back here if you didn't want this. 
And I'm like, Good yeah, idea. get it, girl. Get it, Mitch. Get it, you know. <laughs> Eat it, Mitch. It's almost like um, um, Carter set him up in a way. Yeah. She's like, hey, go check on her, oh. you know, you know, for diplomatic reasons. <laughs> like a, like, like a, a, a stupid, like, grade eight disco or something. Yeah. Oh, my God, my friend's so upset. I think only What's you wrong? can make her feel better. She's What's got, wrong? Yeah, she's got a crush on you, but I think only you can make her feel better. You should go check her out. Oh, my God. There's a, there's a great TikTok trend at the moment, and it's like, you know, when people are hitting each other at the club, they go, they go, hey, my friend over there thinks you're really hot, and then they run over and stand in that spot that they wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> Does it work, though? Sometimes. It yeah. appears to. Yeah. Well, the first time it did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Worked enough to make you did, believe um, in it. Did anyone recognize Raya? Is she one of those people where you go, oh, I know her from somewhere? No, and her. I was just looking at the name. I, I assume this name in front of me in the credits. It's the only mm. female other than uh, Amanda Tapping, Anna Galvin. Correct. I don't recognize the name. I didn't recognize the face, although I thought she was quite an attractive lady. Australian, um, I believe. Get up, get up um, she's one of the very few characters, a very few, very few actors mm. to do the trifecta. She does SG-1, Atlantis, and Universe. Jeez, I, thought oh, were, I thought you were going to say Star geez. Wars, Stargate, and Star Trek. <laughs> I thought you were building up for it. No. Wow. She, yeah, different characters in each in each. Is this show. the first time we've seen her? Yes. Like, obviously, it's very early days yes. for Atlantis, but yeah. I'm I'm going to set myself up for disappointment and ridicule here. Can you tell me the trifecta again? Sorry, because I was expecting Star Trek <laughs> and it didn't happen. All, all three Stargate shows. Okay, cool. She yeah. does SG-1, Atlantis, and right, Universe. Right, yeah. right. So I'm going to potentially unlock... A memory for you guys, a childhood memory. I'm also potentially going to be setting myself up for ridicule because it's, you know, we've we've established very clearly that even though we're all of similar vintages, uh, my upbringing was very different to the rest of yours <laughs> in terms of pop culture references. But let me just play this for you uh, and just see. This is where I remember her from when I was growing up. Let's see if, if this unlocks anything for you guys. I've served a lot of masters throughout history. Now I want to go back home where I can be free. Then you come along with the opal in your hand. A genie? Now your every wish is my command. That's right. Genie, genie, from down under. <laughs> Make my wish come true. Dream on. Genie, genie, from down under. I wish you'd do what I want you to. Oh, yeah, all right. Genie, from down under. Dad, we're free! They're both genies, aren't they? They're the kid and the dad? Yes! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. So it was an Australian and British uh, combo uh, TV show from like the late 90s, early 2000s. And it was like, it was a father. It was Reese Muldoon was the genie. He was the father and there was the kid, and they were both like... He's just some sheep shearer dude. Yeah, like sheep shearer, jackaroos. <laughs> a- ancient genies in Australia found inside an opal, not indigenous or Aboriginal, no, just a couple uh, of white no. guys. Although, given that a genie is kind of like a slave, they probably didn't want to put, you know, yeah. um, people of colour. But, um, and yeah, and then there's like... Hey, mate, it's not just people of colour who have been slaves. <laughs> um, of people. Irish, but, um, yeah, but if but if but if two white um, English chicks show up to Australia and find a five thousand year old um, opal uh, with a genie inside, and oh, it's yeah. and it's two jackaroo guys, <laughs> um, it's a little bit weird. Um, but yeah, oh, so it's sh- totally weird. I thought I thought it was going to be Little Elvis for a second. Oh yeah, I remember, remember that, that one, Little Elvis. Um, I have yes. no memory of genie. At all, like it's it, an ABC the, show. The jingle was a bit familiar at the start, but then once mm. it said Genie and and he was singing, I'm like, no, nah, false, yeah. me- false memory, hardly enough, or it sounds similar to anything else. But <laughs> yeah, wow, Reese Muldoon. I feel like I missed out now. Mm. <laughs> An Australian Genie in the Outback. Okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just wearing their R.M. Williams yeah. and uh, and a um, cork hat or some shit. Yeah, like wife, <laughs> wife beater. Yeah, yeah, babe. <laughs> This episode did something that always annoys me, and it's where, like, the pre-credit sequence where Mitchell finds out he's a murderer, mm. and then they go twenty-four hours earlier. Hate mm. it. I hate that. Yeah. And the, but the thing not is, how it was written. They did that in post. Yeah. Oh, right. Because really? mm. the thing is, the the whole thing with him in the chair, like, the, to me, that was like the the very first post-credit scene. Was Mitchell dressed up in that 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 suit thing that mm. he was wearing, and he had a and he was talking to this bird, mm. and that to me was a little bit more mysterious. 
yeah, you know, I think to lead into the show with, and then he I, wakes up in the machine. That would have been a better pre-credits. I, I think in a way, yeah. smacks of oh, we don't really have a good episode here. When it's like they need to kind of mm. put the most exciting thing at the start, yeah, that, to grab your interest. Yeah, that's lazy. And then go twenty-four hours earlier and stuff. It's like you just, think we forget. Just tell me the story, <laughs> front, you know, start to finish. Mm. Like, do you think we're dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Play this one, Mitchell. I, I don't know. I, I cut it a while ago, so I don't know whether it explains the reason why, but it's just them talking about them recutting the opening. The uh, I do recall, and I guess nice the way uh, Joe and Paul have recut the opening here. They started with the memories, which is visually more interesting, better for the audience, I think. In the original script, we started with Mitchell as the uh, emissary talking to Rhea. And then the briefing room scene, and it was kind of a slower start. It was a chronological step telling to the story. But I kind of, this is a lot more fun to just jump into it. No, and it's not. Cut back yeah. to the 24 hours later yeah. and set yeah. it up. Mitch, yeah, 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 it is. Sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. go. Yeah. It's the worst thing in story. Yeah, because that, that's what it tells the audience. Uh, the start of this story is kind of boring, so we're going to. Yeah. Show you something super we're, excited. We're not and confident then... fans of this show are going to stick around past the <laughs> ad break. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to just, you know, was, we're, we're going to give yeah. you the cum shot up front and then you've got to watch yeah. the, the precursor. You've got to watch the foreplay. That's yeah. what I was looking for. The titty grabbing. Mm. Look, to be fair, I didn't mind it. I didn't really uh, think of it. Actually, you know, maybe why not? Now, guys, you'll be surprised to find out. I did actually sit down on a couch. No way. Put the DVD in on my big TV. Yesterday. <laughs> a whole day before the podcast recording. Did someone break your legs and you physically couldn't <laughs> move? My that wife that was, still was going out to lunch uh, with some with some workmates. Mm. So I, I dropped her off. Now, my baby girl should have probably been asleep, but she was she she got home. She said, I want to watch The Wiggles. I'm like, that's fantastic timing. Do you want to watch Dad's show? She said, no. I said, I'll stick you in front of The Wiggles in a different room. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and watch the show. Wow. And I did. But for whatever reason, the opening credits run and I must have looked away, maybe at her walking around the kitchen, my, my little girl, for five seconds. Mm. So I had, after like two, three minutes, I had to rewind and go, how much earlier is this? <laughs> and it's like, 24 hours. Like, okay, good, 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 good. Like, obviously it was early, but because they went from him, you know, having the, 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 well, the murder and then having another implant, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But, um... Every time I see it, I just go, ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's see how much so more, dumb. See how much more you enjoy shows when you sit down and watch them and don't just have them playing in the background while you're doing dishes? I was very... I did actually have my computer and uh, I, a, a big external hard drive that I was going to dump a lot of, of Get Into Gate stuff on while watching, mm. but I didn't do that. Excellent. Um, so the only thing I managed to do was upload something, uh, a Patreon exclusive for our wonderful Ooh. patrons. I did that while I was watching, but uh, other than that... I just watched, and yeah, it was great. Absolutely would recommend. No notes. 10 out of 10. Um, when you're going to watch a show, no actually notes. watch a show. It's actually fantastic. Yeah. So I was just very disappointed for Colonel Mitchell because this was his first off-world poon, yeah. and it got ruined. He's heard about so many good murder. stories from Daniel. He's like, I yeah. can get amongst that. First yeah. one, attempted murder. Did it, get, did it get ruined, or did he ruin it? He ruined it, and then well, it was ruined anyway. So he was, you reckon ne- he, he was never going back. He was never going back for seconds. I would have oh, liked to yeah. have explored that. Like I just would have, you know. He's like, oh, I got a, I got a thing I'm going to take care of. You know, yeah. up late stuff. Yeah, you know, pay pay Walter off. Walter, yeah. oi, bring Chevron Seven with me. Right? We're going on a double date over there. Oh, so what you suggest, and then and then they could download all the memories of of all the you know, <laughs> reverse Ultron kind of gear that Chevron yep. Seven knows, yep. and then implant that in Raya's brain, so yep. she knows how to do all that. <laughs> Um, I know Kama Sutra. She it. thinks she enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find you guys. You've, you've, you've always made me come. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, never failed. I'll have to find you guys. Um, it's a great uh, bit of stand-up from Taylor Tomlinson, and she just talks about how, like, like men in particular, we just we forget. It's like when when a woman asks us to do something specific in bed, what we don't acknowledge is the fact is that it's just something she's already done with someone else. <laughs> and like the punchline is her going, do it the way Craig did it. Um, and like it's it's just like tech, tech support. You just let's let's call him now and yeah. ask him how to do the thing. Um, right. and it's you know he's just the guy with the password. Talk me through it, Craig. Yeah. yeah, he's just a guy with a password. I mean, I've I've seen you know those filthy t-shirt websites, and you can get a t-shirt that says, "I taught your girlfriend that thing that you like." Mm, and yeah, 
yeah, I don't know who's buying that. I've never <laughs> seen it in the wild. But um, yeah, I would have liked to have uh, maybe explored what he because he he really he fell in hard. You know, um, no mm. pun intended. Obviously, I'm I'm sure that's probably how it exactly <laughs> went. But um, that happened, you know, really quickly. And I'm like, I understand the attraction, but yeah, you guys were fighting. You know, not uh, mm. not too long ago. He likes it a little bit rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt a little bit. Too bad if he has no memory of sleeping with her, but he's got the seti drip. Yeah, like <laughs> where the? <laughs> well, that's I use Daniel's towel. Like, that's where it. <laughs> that's where it got a little bit, a little bit funny at the end, where he they said, oh, "You shouldn't have any memories of uh, of the murder anymore," and he's like, "Yeah." I'd- I don't. They go, but all, all your real memories should still be there. And he immediately goes back to him having sex. He goes, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I remember it. Wank bank intact. <laughs> On the kitchen island. Bitch! Yeah. <laughs> Get him, Mitch! Grabbing the fruit bowl. <laughs> Eat him, Mitch. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like when he found out that he murdered her and he was obviously wasted. Mm. <laughs> I was they- hammered drunk. <laughs> but they... They're like, well, we could just remove the um, memories out of your mind and mm. send you home. I'm like, I've been on a few benders. I would love yeah. that to happen. <laughs> We've just made some terrible, terrible, embarrassing mistakes. I'm not lying if I can't remember. Yeah. That's it. Like, once I got drunk and threw up in a, um, a courtesy bus <laughs> on the way to the city. I, s- <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I see that and raise you my sister when she was probably 17, 16 or 17, the work Christmas party for our family business, uh, going to, what was it, um, Groucho's or Dracula's, one of those like, you know, mm. dinner and a show things, her vomiting out the window of the courtesy bus, the next window in the courtesy bus being open <laughs> and our manager's <laughs> wife sitting there and this pew going out the window and coming back in and hitting her in the face. <laughs> Hilarious. See, I was I was sitting there with the, in the courtesy bus and the window was open because I was feeling a bit dusty. Mm. And then I'm like, I should probably stick my head out the... <laughs> and just threw up wow. all over myself. <laughs> and then I took my shirt off to try and clean it up. And they're like, Oof. just leave it, mate. We're going to take you back. <laughs> I've only I've only vomited from, yeah, it from wasn't alcohol good. once or twice now, but the first time was like I've never vomited. From yeah, alcohol. those are rookie numbers. You got to get those so, numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never vomited from alcohol, so my friends made me um, down three in a row um, shots of Sambuca. Um, yeah, that'll and do it. By halfway through the third one, I was like, oh, and stupid me then ran to the bathroom sink. Yeah, mm. that is. Why does that always happen when you're drunk? <sighs> I've done that so many yes, times. Yes, you have. Yeah. <laughs> Then, I remember walking in on Brendan one time trying to trying to force pieces of pineapple yeah. down the sink <laughs> from the pizza that he'd thrown up, and he did eat a lot of pizza that night. And then I'm like, "What are you doing? You're right? He goes, yeah, it's yeah. It just won't go down." Someone right. ordered ho- all Hawaiian, yeah. <laughs> was, extra Hawaii. What I feel is my more legitimate one is we went to Faster Pasta. Oh, right? great! Why do they yeah. outside of Australia? There's many people, but they were fantastic. where I ordered the uh, sun dried tomato gnocchi. Uh, I put that detail in because you need to know that later on. Mm. I can smell um, it. I know yeah. what colour it's going to be. Yes. <laughs> then, went, then went to um, the Irish uh, up at Caboolture near the oh, Caboolture train station. Is, you never mix the Italian and the Irish. Yeah, where they are sitting in a booth where I think you literally can't even buy it in Australia anymore. We called it Angry Juice, which is the pre-mix Bundy rum and cola on tap. Oh, oh wow! Hello. You can't. Pretty sure you can't buy it anymore. Like because it's Angry Juice, it causes fights. <laughs> I was drinking that, which, as you guys know, I hate rum. So I was forced to catch up with people. So it's like, by the time they made me down like the third one to catch up, because I was mm. still nursing the first one. Everyone was on the third round and they had two. Th- so I tried to catch up and then I got, you know, that two minute warning. You know, you get that two minute warning where you're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I ignored it. Yeah, I ignored it. And that's we were, boy. we were in a booth. <laughs> we were in like a U-shaped. through that. Yeah. We were in a U-shaped booth you're and I middle. was sitting dead in the middle. Yeah. You, yeah. And I said, oh, that's not good. guys, I'm going to need to get out of here. And then, nah, nah, you'll be fine. Gu- guys, I... So at that point, the only thing that I had near me was the empty glass. Oh, Jesus. Which I then proceeded... Not even an ice bucket. No. <laughs> I then proceeded to vomit back... Obviously, I'd had, you know, a whole plate of gnocchi mm. and three drinks. Wasn't all going to fit in one glass. No, probably so not. So ended up in the glass on the table... All over my shoulder, just oh, little chunks of, of sun dried tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so my friend, because my place was like 10 minutes away, so my friend drove me back to my place in my car. 
but because it was on my right shoulder and in Australia we drive on like our the the driver's seat is on the right hand side mm. the spewy shoulder was in the middle and that's all she could smell Ugh. so we drove probably 10 yeah even 10, with the windows down even with the windows <laughs> well we drove 10 to 15 minutes home like um Lloyd in Dumb and Dumber with both our heads out our perspective <laughs> windows just to get rid of the smell um so I could go home and get changed and then I went back and kept going Oh, yep. you went back. That's I a, went back. That I is, it. Like, that's a Try great up, effort. Get yeah. a new drink. That's and what sometimes that's what you need yeah. to do. Yeah, God, yeah. I was yeah. Tr- I, my kids were sick last week, and I, I was trying trying to use that logic, but keep the the alcoholism out of it. And so by saying sometimes you need to throw up just to keep going, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't explain that to a ten year old and make him understand it. <laughs> no. It's just you know. The other thing I picked up was that this is almost the identical set, or it's definitely the same. Um, control panel as season seven revisions yeah. where they have the link. Yeah, Re- so reuse like, of the same product. Yeah, it's mm. exactly. And same about. color yeah. too. It's not even they gave it a spray yeah, paint, right? Nothing at all. Yeah. And they even, and the main reason you notice too is because they have that kind of fisheye lens mm. in the glass. Yeah, in the and glass. the little sort of grid bit. Yeah. Yeah. It like the, yeah. It's identical. But I they mean, didn't even you know, try. a sci-fi show reusing a prop for something else. I mean, it Unheard makes sense, of. but yeah. at least recondition it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> spray it green. Spray paint it. Yeah, do something. <laughs> Jesus. Cut it in it. half and put like the two pieces like next to each other Turn or something. Turn it upside like down. Yeah, yeah. There's actually... Um, <laughs> Turn it upside down. <laughs> there's, there's an episode of Power Rangers of all things um, from like maybe, I want to say, seven or eight years ago. And I try to go... Geez, that looks familiar. And they're tapping away on this little cons- console, looking at buttons and stuff like that. It's a Star Trek prop. <laughs> unchanged. Completely unchanged. Has the whole buttons and everything all the same. And there's just these fucking Power Rangers tapping away on it. And I was oh, like, yeah. the audacity. The audacity. <laughs> How that, dare. That's fucking too, mate. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that was almost a freebie to us. Yeah. yeah. You gave that to Appreciate us. Appreciate it. See um, what I mean? I, and I hadden prepped that until we were talking about reading yeah, props. Yeah. Um, That's why we couple, warn you. A couple of uh, housekeeping things I wanted to mention. One... The guy playing Cam's dad, mm. oh, three years younger than Ben Browder. I was gonna say bullshit because they had to have him in the flashbacks when Browder was a little kid. Yeah, and then for that one right at the end, of the flashback uh, where he's you know got his yeah Timmy um, arm crutches. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going, Timmy. Timmy, Um, he was just an old band makeup. Oh my! See, I, I. Obviously didn't take photographic uh, memory of what he looked like in the uh, flashback scenes mm. because when he popped up at the end, I'm like, man, he looked, yeah, that's right. He looked really old mm. 20 years ago. Like, he's just always been an old dad. Here, I, that guy, I struggle to believe that's the case because I was there watching that, that end scene going, holy shit, eh? They actually got Ben Browder's real dad to play him. Really cool. <laughs> he looks like Ben Browder. No, that man is He three. sounds like Ben Browder. They, their mouth moved in the same way when they spoke. Like yeah. They had the same mannerisms. I was I was convinced. I almost, I was pausing the credits waiting to see, you know, Jerry Browder or something. Like, I was, because he didn't have a lot to do. So I no. thought, yeah. and the fact that it's a really personal episode for, for Cameron Mitchell, I thought, well, maybe Browder's like, oi, I think hey. the casting for the little kid was pretty good as well, even though it was a memory flashback. Yeah, yeah. He looked well, similar. There yep. was there was a little bit of interesting casting. So in that final scene where um, Cam's walking with Timmy um, in the park, <laughs> um, Timmy Browder. Yeah, Timmy Browder. <laughs> That's kind of now okay. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy Browder. Um, I'm just looking up. Uh, Ian Robertson played Frank Mitchell. Ian Roberts, Frankie. Ian Robertson. Uh, yeah, born uh, July 1965. Ben Browder, born December 1962. Holy shit. But yeah, so in that Timmy scene at the end, um, when they're walking in the park, if you look behind them, there's a little girl throwing a frisbee with her dad. Mm. That little girl is one Rosemary Lamb Shanks, no. Tatiana Shanks. Holy shit. That is the wow. child that was in Share's belly <laughs> back in season like two or three. Whoa. Across the universe. <laughs> Across the universe. I found my second yeah. page of audio. <laughs> yeah. We're back. Um, yes, obviously it was uh, bringing kids to work day. Uh, Shanksy couldn't get... Maybe Lexa was working on uh, on some um, uh, B-side stuff. They couldn't get a babysitter, so he went, I'll just bring her to work and throw in the scene. <laughs> the scene that he's not in. What about, yeah. go, go what about her this. actual mum? 
We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> it was his weekend. It was his yeah. weekend, you know? Yeah. It was split yeah. custody. But I'm working. Ooh. I've told you, this is why we broke up. I am a thespian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's like, well, you almost made me a thespian, mate. Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these nipples? Because <laughs> the world has. We don't talk about no, 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 no. We don't talk about no. I love that you have that on the board. That's hey, great. Mate, hey, we're you know, working in a professional radio Look, station between here. That if we haven't got, you know, a song about John Leguizamo's character in a yeah. Disney Pixar film, we're not here. I Actually, mean, it wasn't Pixar. It's just Disney. I apologize. Between that God, and the amount of times that we've used, um, let it go from Frozen, it's uh, this is almost a Disney podcast. Yeah, don't, at this don't point. play that. You don't want me to play it? I kind of want to see whether it's in there. <laughs> oh, I thought you had it from that time that I, like, I we've used it many times on this podcast. No, no, not off, not off my <laughs> you screen. You have no here. memory of that, no, do God, you? No. Let it go. No, it's it's it's. Let it go. No, it's not there. Mm. Wow. Well, no, we've used it in this podcast That's a though. Shame. Like I. I've literally cut the audio. Yeah. I'd look for if you... there's anything from Moana, but no one gives that movie any credit. True. And Raya, racist. Raya is great. Raya is so good. And Moana, uh, just to let you know out there, guys, mm. it's the thinking man's uh, Frozen. Thanks very much. Or Although, Frozen is the poor man's Moana, perhaps. I, I did is... see a TikTok the other day, and, and someone pointed out that the, the, the main song from Moana is just a ripoff of something else. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda ripping something off. Wouldn't have thought so, mate. Oh, he's a, never. He's no. a creative genius. He's a genius. He doesn't just reuse the exact same tune for everything uh, he does. That's not... I wasn't agreeing with you, mate. Okay? Moana is untouchable in my books. Thank mm. you very much. So, okay. it's perfect. No, Moana's good. I'm just saying, yeah, the, the song matches up with something else perfectly. I forget what mate, it is. I'll give you that three and you haven't even mentioned Star Trek. <laughs> I will turn your mic off! No, you're right. No, you're Hamilton's probably. overrated. There, I said it. I've seen it twice now. I saw it... Two years ago, and I was a bit like, yeah, whatever. I didn't make it through the first time. And I saw it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, I get it. I don't understand it, but I get the hype, man. It's just fun, right? The, the first eight songs are all exactly the same. No, that's one song. It just goes for 27 minutes. It's called Collateral Damage. <laughs> that's number 10 quote from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they have the Leo moment. Point. Yeah. There it is. They have that several times in that movie. Oh, my God. All right. Rock on. <laughs> he said it. One quick thing, too, that I guess it's weird they threw it in because we never hear about it and we never really hear about it again, but they just mentioned offhandedly that this episode is like under the Asgard Protected Planets Treaty. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, that, and that's why, obviously, they've been allowed and to And that's why they progress. have all Western culture, <laughs> furniture and, yeah. and art. And electricity. Yeah. Bars and yeah. Well, at the start, decanters. when it, yeah, I know. I was. I actually, Scotch. when she said go and get a drink, and I really paid attention to the type of glassware that they had yeah. in decanters. I'm like, okay, they're like ours, but kind of not like the wine glasses yeah. that the um the the, the little neck. You know, just went out to the side and come back down a little bit. I'm like, what's the purpose of that? Other than just to, so look, alien, to look bro. alien. You know, and I'm like, also they clearly they, the show didn't make them for Even the prop. They like talk American, yeah. Oh yeah, she's got a kitchen with a toaster. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm sure okay. there. I'm sure there would have been a bowl of fruit somewhere with like dragon fruit and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another planet. Could only hope so. Yeah, it's very mm. similar. And I'm sitting there like it's those sort of episodes when we meet those cultures. And I'm like, so basically, what you're saying is you could have taken us like thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. We're all, yeah, you know, we're always, it's, it's like throwing we're a rock, gonna have rock into aircon. a river. The ripples are going to go, but the, ro- the river keeps flowing the same <laughs> yeah. direction, right? We're always going to end up where we where it's, we where we get to. These episodes are more like sliders episodes. Yeah, yeah, or Elseworlds. Yeah, well, that's what like when when it opened up and we f- got that. <laughs> I was going to say the first, but the first time we see the reused um, uh, bird's eye view of the uh, of the city. I'm like, oh, are we in the future here for a second? Like yeah. before I knew what the episode was, I'm like, are we? Uh, is this us getting a glimpse? Is it like not quite the um, 2000 and line, 2010, uh, 2010? Yeah, getting a view of the future, but something like that because it looked enough like us, but like the buildings were a little bit sexier. Yeah. Couldn't quite tell whether the vehicles were driving on the road or they were hovering. I didn't, couldn't tell from that distance, but um, yeah, not a lot of traffic either. So, you know, but again, it was the same shot they reused over and over again. Yeah, they oh, used it. Yeah. Collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's episode 209 of Get Into Gate. Get in the gate. We're back next week to talk. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Nope. How, how did they kill her? They chop her. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry. Epiphany, right? Epiphany, Stargate yeah. Atlantis. Yeah. So that's next week for episode 210. Check out all of our old podcasts on your favorite podcasting outlet. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. If you're new to the show, that's how you find us. And there's plenty to check out. Uh, follow us on the socials. God, Get yeah. Into Gate on the Facebook, Twitter, check and Instagram Check out the collateral things. damage on Patreon. Oh, yes. If you want. Well, uh, good. we expand on our on our nerdisms this week, uh, our exclusive podcast this week, which was, it was like, hey, we just found ourselves talking for five minutes before recording last week's episode, and that five minutes turned into like, I don't know, 37, um, where we started talking about the Flash trailer, and it just became a very big in-depth conversation about... Um, yeah. Well, whatever that became. So, uh, if, that, if you're interested, you're interested in becoming a patron, and we've got our Patreon exclusive stuff up uh, up there on our Patreon page. You want to get involved? That's where you can find it. That's where you can get involved and uh, support the show. And we thank those that do it. Thank you, patrons. Oh no, Mitchell. Oh, what have we? Do- what? What? I think, I think I've just found it. Found what? And in a weird mashup, it's I, this. Per- I don't know if this is the video I saw, but it's someone's that basically they've mashed up Moana's "How Far I'll Go" with Frozen's "Let It Go." Okay. Uh oh. Should we play it? Sounds like you want to. Oh, I don't, like I said, I don't know if this is the one or not. I'll just do a sign for No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thank you. No, thank good. You. Aw, that's a shame. Oh, the incident in this place sucks. I did that today. I was driving in the car back to work and like there was awful traffic. In, so I think like a uh, you know a construction, some giant truck that was carrying soil or some shit. It had obviously come loose at the back and I cannot imagine how many tons of earth was spread across the road. <laughs> it had shut down lanes. And as we drove past, I was and I was eating because I was being driven. And I hit, I'm just going to chuck a couple of M&Ms over that. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got to use that line in context. And I thought I was hilarious. Tell me a pass so I can look the zone. You stick a sock in a Jolly Green on just a wrench for hire. <laughs> That's got to be number one. Sure, that was number. That was number nine. Why yeah. would you not play number one? Number one sucks. Uh, you want to hear we, number you one? You got to give us number one. Yeah, you got to give us number uh, one now. We'll go from number two. You two make quite a team. Fireman and the refugee. Sounds like a TV show. Mm-hmm. You could play the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> number one. And you're going to kill me. Now! That was it. Oh. Now! No, 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 Chung Leguizamo. Oh, God. I was going to say, was that Leguizamo? We're talking about it. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks for a number one. Although, you're on YouTube. Check it. I think it's like the top 100 Arnie quotes or one-liners. Yeah, that's spread across all of his films. And it is hilarious. Or the A to Z. Z of um ZZ. of A Z to Z of Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes and it's just like you know A is from Total Recall <laughs> yeah, right. it's very good so yeah. uh, if you take anything out of our collateral damage Stargate podcast it's go and watch more Arnold Schwarzenegger content on YouTube bumper booby bumper dubster whatever that one was <laughs> get into geek get into gate get into gate Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.